Hi hi. I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Kennedy Sung. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the, the SG Boys. Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. Oh my god, you got a Shinchan looking ass backpack. <laughs> oh my god, what's I like? You have a bucket hat, you have a Shinchan looking ass bag. I love it. Okay. You're like okay. a Japanese co- kindergartener. I mean, I'm just recording everything, so. Oh, okay. oh, he has a little red bow. Okay, okay, you tell me when you're done now. Start, we'll start with you. <laughs> <laughs> because right now, this whole Juno thing isn't working out for you. Okay? Oh, pregnant my. is not a good look for you, Kennedy. He's got the Where's Waldo look as well. Aiyah, uh, Uniqlo then say Uniqlo lah. What the fuck? Oh, is it Uniqlo? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Welcome to Uniqlo. They you know, don't do I that did, anymore. No, right? I did it. I did it as a customer. I went into the store. Me and my friend were like. Welcome to Uniqlo! And then there's some, you know, they usually chorus after that, yeah, right? the whole yeah, store. Yeah. The person's like, Welcome to Uniqlo! <laughs> <laughs> but they don't do that anymore. No. I know everyone stopped doing this kind of extra service. Like last time at Guzman and Gomez, you know, the Mexican place, yeah, yeah. they used to be like, Welcome to GYG! No, they usually they use the intonation. GYG. GYG! Sounds like the Taiwanese stores you walk into a mini mart, it's like, One I cannot stand is Don Donkey. Fuck the music, right? Oh, I, I love it. Guys, I had this crazy concept of a drag queen and then you lip sync to the song. <laughs> don, don, donkey. Don, 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 and the way they donkey. say it. Zon, zon, zon. It's like... No, and then, no, I, I, I love the part of... Don, don, donkey. Don, don. I just really pity the people working there. Because can you imagine being there for one hour and you're already dying? Can you imagine being there all day or the entire shift? No, 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 no. Yeah. I did a poll. I was like, which is worse, the Don Donkey song or... That song that they play at Daiso, you know, near the magic portion, yeah. it's a little TV, mm. and then it's like, tick, 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 I literally tick, do not remember tick, that. For for little like trinkets and stuff. Okay, we get it, you're very fruity. And then it just keeps like replaying over and over again because it's a video right. to demonstrate a magic trick that they're trying to sell for uh. $2 because it's Daiso. And I'm like, no money can like pay for my eardrums, okay, <laughs> oh after this. Gosh. Like, this is terrible. It's. Do you know that song? No. You know what I'm talking? No. Okay. Not really. By the way, Kennedy, I know you're a size queen, but please don't underestimate this tiny little bag because this little bag accompanied me all the way to Uganda and I went hiking to see the gorillas. And I mean, you'll be surprised at how much it fits. Okay, Wanderlust. You know. Next. <laughs> Wait, was this when you did your Yoko Ono She Better Don't realness safari thing? Yes, yes. I, I love your captions, by the way. Oh, thank I you. I really love your captions. Because you know how when you go for like an African safari trip, they always mm-hmm. ask you to like pack in yeah. very muted colours and everything because you're supposed to like blend into like you know the environs camouflage yeah like camouflage a little bit so the animals like you know won't freak out because you actually want to see the animals right you want to get right. close to them packed in a whole bunch of like you know nude scarves mm. and park's hat wow you, you, say, you say nude I tell you your fans are gonna get excited already yeah. you're the most popular one here what? <laughs> <laughs> thanks for always reminding me Kennedy I'll take it I'll take it yeah, we did a I, Sam Joe toot or boot. Well, I do got to say, though, I think a lot of people didn't understand what toot or boot was. You think so? Yeah, they were yeah. booting. A, a lot of people that I know are very nice, mm-hmm. booted some looks. Which I want to see. Which are <laughs> Show me un- who are bootable. these bitches who booted my I, looks. They, I feel like they're unbootable. I think they think of it like, you know, <laughs> popular to boot. <laughs> no, maybe they just don't like it. It's fine. I'm not for everyone. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I get it. But really, if I didn't know the lingo, right, like, I would think like it's an, oh it's great to boot or like yeah. the toot is yeah, like yeah, yeah. like what if they say like wow that one then toot yeah yeah see oh yeah oh yeah it's like 
dude. Oh yeah. my goodness, that's yeah. such a Singaporean word. Yeah. yeah. So it, actually, if you don't if you don't know the the, yeah. the reference, then maybe they just misunderstood. See? Maybe we need. That's why we need the power of emoji. We need mm, emoji next time. We need a thumbs sure. up beside two. And then research methods one hundred and one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so the yeah. Tudor boot is from the fashion photo review with uh, Raven and Raja. Popular right. series on YouTube. And also Gemini. So Raja is a Gemini. <laughs> uh, you are too. Yeah. No, um, Raja comes in with like a lot of wit, but also like fashion knowledge, yes. which I really appreciate. Yes. And she was known for that. I mean, on yeah. season three, when she first stepped on, it's like you knew she was, it was one of those seasons where it was a very clear cut winner from the very start. Mm, I mean, no, I feel like it's I not. I feel like as, no. Manila was, you know, really? poor Manila. Manila was always robbed. I feel like Manila has just had a bad streak. But I feel time. like Manila is such a great, she works so well by not being the winner. She is that, that under is brand. It's like, it's like it works lah, that kind right, of Right, like she's yeah, the yeah, underdog, the someone that's that true. you can relate to, but I, I wouldn't necessarily put a crown on her and be like, this is who I want to see. I think, the. true, you're right. And I think it worked for her, like her first season and then her first All Star season. Yeah. But when you're going to come back for a second All Stars, I feel like that was actually her time. Mm. Oh, no, you no, know? for sure. Yeah. That, that season for All Stars too, Manila should have won for yeah, that. Yeah, she one, was I definitely think. robbed. Who's the win in the end? Money Exchange and Trinity. Oh. That was a weird Stuck. group. I'm sorry, no, I, I love the I love what Naomi did. I love it. I love that she eliminated Manila. She eliminated her idol. No, was... when, when she did the Lies Not Fair thing, I lost it. I loved it. I loved the villain edit. I, I was cannot, for, yeah. so for it. I was so angry. You were legit angry. Yeah, and I watched the television um, show, babe. Because in the US, they have these kind of RuPaul's Drag Race viewing parties. Uh, so I was watching people film like the entire bar reacting to say Valentina's lip sync everyone screaming and shouting when Manila oh I saw Valentina. the videos too <gasps> yeah oh my goodness the atmosphere yeah. they had it before here in Tantric or Taboo at some point mm. yeah I've never been to like a screening party here before but in the US yes in New York once I remember oh. watching a very seminal episode actually I watched the I want to keep it on please no. I'd like to keep it on please in a bar in New York and I can't remember which bar it was but it was amazing oh it was it was just phenomenal because you know the crowd re- like reacts real time yeah and a lot of people like standing up with a, you know it's like a, it's, like a, it's a gay version of a soccer match <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. you're totally right but instead of knocking back beer you're knocking back like I don't know vodka cranberries or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Singapore yeah. it's the, what is it called around the world blue spin you know blue spin yeah. don't act like you so hey. innocent girl hey hey you know before the SG Boys podcast I did do one viewing episode of RuPaul's Drag Race with Sam Joe here do you remember <gasps> yes oh my god that was was so oh, it was very sad for me it was very sad I knew that Sam Joe was into RuPaul's Drag Race uh, we went to this izakaya yeah. in no, Cuppage we, we had agreed to meet up just separately just to catch up mm. and then I was like have you caught this week's Drag Race and he was like yeah because Josh is always like on top of his shit and then he was like but I'll watch it again with you if you want and I'm like oh my god that's yeah. so sweet so we went to this izakaya and then what happened so pulled out an iPad and we started watching that which is such a nice feeling because yeah. usually these episodes it's for I know I know for a lot of us here in Singapore as well every Saturday while everyone's outside partying or whatever if you're by yourself you just book your RuPaul's Drag Race time and now with the UK season you have it on Friday as well so yeah. it's like a really nice like I'm set for the weekend you know but you always watch it by yourself I know I know so it was nice I don't, to... but I don't like watching it with people actually really? yeah so I think it's a it's a mixed bag because like when you watch with people right they make a lot of the atmosphere is there but they mm. make a lot of noise and sometimes you just want to hear like the confessionals <laughs> or the dialogue more clearly I or think, the critiques I think because I have a habit when I'm with people I like to play host Mm. and I like to give I'm the one who likes to talk and, and mm. like make people feel like we're engaged and things like right. that it's like having drinks that kind of thing Right. I want to just focus and watch alone I don't like movie dates because I'm like what? what's the point I just want to focus on the show we're not you know <gasps> the point is so that you can touch each other in the dark <sighs> <la. laughs> 
Wait. You know what? Go cruise club, lor. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, for mm. me, for me, a date is I want to talk and I want to know the person on a, yeah. on a deeper level, and I feel like maybe it can be part of a date, mm. but I wouldn't consider that period of that movie the date. Yeah. Like there has to be something like dinner or something. It can be a good introductory thing. Yeah, it's rather antisocial actually of an activity to do, right? You yeah. want to get to know each other, but but I mean a horror a movie, movie. Like I have had some really nice experiences where I'm watching a horror movie with some friends. They were all screaming. Right. I took a date to go see a, a drama. I can't remember what it was, but it was the kind that was a tearjerker, mm. and I started crying. And I turned to my date, and he started crying as well. And it was just this beautiful moment where we're connected with what we're experiencing, and we could talk talk about it yes, after that yes so that was nice but there are also so many times where I've watched a movie that I thought was utter crap but he really likes it and then we get into an argument over it I feel like it. that's oh. something that you argue about I, I'm yeah. very passionate about yeah my yeah. film stuff so. no but actually I think it's a good litmus test because you watch a movie and then you have say you have drinks or supper after that what do you think of the movie and he's like oh okay it was good so you kind of like can suss yeah, out yeah. like you know whether a person mm, is a good conversator <laughs> Just say talk. <laughs> Just say talk. <laughs> That's a good talker. No, whether that person actually, like, you know, has yeah. like some analytical skills. Right. And no, stuff la, but like that. To because be for fair, me, that, to be that fair, intellectual stimulation is important. important. I know, yeah. but to be fair, some people just don't like talking about films, and I think that's okay also. But if you if that's important to you, yeah, you know sure. What I mean? But yeah. I'm not saying like go all film critic on it and give it like how many stars upon five. I'm saying just give me your visceral reaction. Like, yeah. like, uh, did you cry along with it? Do you have like a similar experience in your life that you can relate to it? Like, it's a, it's give a me anything point, to bounce off from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. True, true. Usually with me, let's like conversations do not dry up, right? Like, you know, I will keep talking. Oh, but know. I need, I need, <laughs> but it's like squash. You kind of like need something to bounce off. I, right? I you need that, that rally. Yeah, especially when it's something that's so passionate about you. And if you're dating someone, you're sussing out what a relationship would be like as well. Yeah. And if you know you're going to be watching a lot of these movies and you want someone to bounce off all that with, mm. and you're not going to get that with this person. A little bit of a bummer because I do that as well with music. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning what my date listens to their music taste tells me a lot about them right 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 and sometimes I gotta like hold myself back and not be too judgmental Um, yeah you see no that's what I was gonna say some people think it's it's judgmental oh yeah for sure I've definitely been responsible for that to like remind myself that everyone has uh, their own perception of things you just gotta remember whether or not it's for you and whether your opinions are for them Mm. Josh is a music snob (gasps) yeah let's face it I used to be a music snob I mean Josh is like 30 favourite songs of all time and then he has to list a Rose McGowan song which no one knows about. (laughs) Who fucking knows about that Rose McGowan did a song? She follows me on Instagram. She does? Yes. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. Oh, look at you. No, I love... No, okay, listen, listen. Imagine how tired we are. (laughs) Imagine that. No. Like, oh my god, Rose McGowan? Charm. I mean, for me, it was Charm. It was Paige Matthews. Yeah. Come on. For me, it was taking down Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that too. Yeah, brave. She's a badass. Uh, I, I've been following her since uh, Scream, when she was in Scream as Tatum. Right. And then after that, Charmed and Planet Terror with Robert Rodriguez. So right. I've always always been very enamored by Rose McGowan. She's a very unique beauty. I did a remix of that song that she released, uh, RM486. And uh, we talked about her book as well together. Then she followed me on Instagram. Awesome. I'm going to listen to that song then. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't passing any commentary on her artistry. I was just saying, I was just trying to... El- Quickly, I was just quickly. trying to elaborate my yeah. point on you having snobbish tendencies when it comes to music, but it's no, stuff that you care about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so you purposely choose like certain obscure stuff. Just, to, I think we should take this part out. <laughs> no, it sounds like no. it sounds like I'm so bitchy towards no, Josh. When no, no, no actually, no. I can be snobbish about a lot of things. Yeah, also. yeah, I know. I'm yeah. totally snobbish about if I'm dating someone, what school they're from. Oh. Jk. Oh. 
I, would you actually? No, I said JK. I said JK. <laughs> Doesn't mean you mean it. We know yeah. you meant it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, there was one time I had a crush on this guy. Uh, this was like like eight nine years ago. The girls around me and they all found it kind of cute. You know, the girls were like, oh my oh, they god, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And and it got to that guy, and then the guy told the girl, oh, I won't go out with Josh. I can't date another HDB boy. <gasps> I what? shit you not. Can you verify that he actually said it? He actually said that. I trust this girl for sure because mm-hmm. it was a very clear quote that she shared with me. Okay. And she was like quite shocked by that My as God. well. And he just said it and left it at that. Public housing in Singapore is actually quite common and it's actually pretty good. Uh, 80% of Singaporeans stay in public housing. Yeah, I mean, everyone has different little pet peeves and expectations of the person that they're going out with, right? Uh, they have to live in a certain part of Singapore. That's another actually, thing. Actually, that, that applies to me and just live in a certain part. But more of a fact of distance must live near good schools, is it? <laughs> so your children can go there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. I really like the flow of this episode where it's just us talking cock. Okay. Um, so this can be the cock? second... We're talking about cock? cock this can be the second episode that we just do uh-huh. where it's a little bit of everything I kind of all thrown in Mixed and then back. we have one proper... Sure, sure. Gosh, this can be called the filler episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! Speaking of filler fillers, like, we all know that Kane Lim has fillers. Come on. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. I don't know what we're talking about. But this, Kane Lim is the Singaporean guy on Blink Empire. Oh, I don't watch Blink, Blink Empire. I'll see the stop come out already. You know who else is fillers? No. <laughs> you know who else is fillers? Anna Shay. Yeah, that's a no no. At first, I was watching, I was like, oh my god, like, is she high or is she drunk? You know that? After a while, I was like, oh, she just can't move her face. It's just her face, yeah. But she's so, she's such a boss. I no, I love her. it. No, as I in, love you know, her. and I love her. She's getting her back. Oh, she, she doesn't need a back. Like. It's just every now and then, she's tagging Bukharon and everything. And then, uh, and then, like, they're liking back her posts and everything. She's she's up there. Mm. Christine Shu, too. Oh my god, I, I'm obsessed. <sighs> Are we still talking about Bling Empire? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Diamonds up. Yeah. Why haven't you watched it? Uh? I can't. Because he's a snob. No, oh, I just can't. Right, right, right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. It's an established fact already. Right, right, right. It's not in <laughs> this is going into canon. It's not in his top 30 shows of all time. So <laughs> Fuck you. No, I can't. It's not uh, directed by Rose McGowan. <laughs> Rose, I love you. <laughs> oh my God. I can't, I can't watch that show because I just know that it will make me feel a certain way and you have to watch it ironically you, people who get mad when they watch it right they're taking it too seriously I think yeah and I'm just waiting for season 2 where <sighs> they finally explore like Singapore know, sexuality because oh, it was hinted th- at in the last episode oh, yeah, when yeah. he asked for the guy's number right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so. babe it was hinted at when he when he was introducing Kevin the Poppers <laughs> oh he did <laughs> okay I didn't know because he wore the leather mask and then uh, another kid was like it smells like Poppers no, it's <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. These people have everything. They have money. They you have know, wealth, Papa's they have power. And now, oh, let's just gift them fame. What's that supposed to mean? You know? He's just ignoring and then, me. Like, uh, maybe we can humanize it. them. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. It's, right. it's basically it's, it's a reality TV version of like Crazy Rich Asians lah. It's in the same breadth, but it's just in a very. It's done a lot more tastefully, I guess. Okay. You hated CRA, right? I bet you're the kind of person who hates it. I actually, I, I didn't want to watch Crazy Rich Asians because I thought it was just going to be like its title, where it's just going to be affluence and excess and oh. we're shoving it down your throat just to remind you how poor you are. But I actually really enjoyed it. I did think that they... Oh, not so snobbish after all. But like Bling Empire just looks straight up, just look at how rich and wealthy we are. And and this is riding on the coattails of all the other trash TV shows we've been getting, like Love Island and... But I'm so here I for trashy shows. Like, so as in, I, love, I never said that. Ooh. I say trashy affectionately. I love trashy shows. Like, yeah. It's just so funny, you know what I mean? Yeah, but how do you... 
like some things are so bad it's good. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. I don't. Really, it's like it, Evelyn in Paris, right? Right. It was so yeah, bad. I don't go good. in thinking I'm gonna walk out the right lessons or like I. It's not gonna be life changing. I'm just like there for the drama, lah. You know, when Christine mm. and Anna fight it out in Bling Empire, and yeah. then they like try to outdo each other on jewelry and things like that, and you know they say shady comments like in high jewelry you need an invite or something. You don't just walk in or something like that. The kind. Right. Like, I love that bitchiness and the cattiness. Mm. I mean, it's just a show. Yeah, I just don't like a show that is gonna kind of expect me to lust over what it's offering on screen. Oh, I am though. Like, I feel like we need to show. unpack this. What exactly is stopping you from may- from watching? You know, it probably because is my insecurities. It you really... don't want to. You don't want to compare your life. to Yeah, this. I don't want to have because oh. I just know inevitably it's gonna hit me in a certain way where oh, I need to have this. Okay, then that's right. fair. Actually, right. like there's that line that everyone keeps throwing around where this guy from Bling Empire says, "If you can't be rich, have rich friends." Oh, yeah, and it's Kevin, everything yeah. I despise about people when right. like. I have some really rich friends as well and they're very conscious about people who sort of leech onto that and I never want to have that message be passed around even in a jokingly kind of manner so like mm. that's why like I don't watch any of the housewives shows or anything like that it's just I just know it's not for me it's not going to hit me in a way that but it's going to be useful you know when, for like for example the, the, the phrase you quoted that if you don't have rich if you're not rich have rich friends yeah I kind of viewed it as a social critique and social commentary was it set in that manner though? No, it wasn't. But that's my approach when I watch the show. I know right. not everyone goes into watching the show looking at the same kind of things, but caricature of this whole, how ridiculous it is, it actually points to wealth inequality. Right. And it points to how some people feel like locked out of wealth because of hoarding through generations that kind and they don't believe in meritocracy. So to me, it's funny because I'm like, eh, yeah, I will never be as rich as them. So, you know, it, it's kind of like a sarcastic thing for me. So it mm. was a critique. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. That's giving the show a lot of credit. He is saying, able to do it. He's able to unpack the situation in front of him and be able to say that, you know, your experience is not my experience and how I view mm. it is how it That's is. Like, so he like, protects yeah. himself that way. I can't do oh. that. I know that I can't. Mm. I'm going to get influenced by it. I'm going to feel crap from there. I think it's also sort of your relationship with TV, right? Growing up, TV was my window to the world. So everything I knew about the world was through TV. So it took a long time for me to learn really what life is like because I always thought, what I saw on TV for what love is is how love is supposed to be and and it took a long time for me to unlearn all these things so I know that my brain's going to be kind of connected to it it's and quite literal la. Okay. yeah that it's going to affect me it's the same for music as well the lyrics that they're singing in the songs has effects on me as well. Yeah. Josh is, Josh is, I've always known you as this very emotional Sponge. person and you get very emotionally invested in things. Yeah. Um, that's obviously like a good trait, but sometimes like, dangerous. you know, it can work the other way. Yeah. yeah it's a double-edged sword, right, for you. Very dangerous. You get there was so a... drawn into something and very affected by things. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that I movie, that Big Fish? That is one of my favourite movies of all time. I had the DVD. <laughs> I only have money to buy like my favourite movies and Big Fish was mm. one of the first few that I got. Kennedy, it's a Tim Burton movie. Uh, it's called Big Fish and this was after the success that he got from Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice. Mm. Uh, and this was a more light-hearted film. The film is all about how this character tells all these fantastical stories about his life. It parallels reality where it's actually not so fantastic at all and how he he uses lies to keep his life as interesting as possible to escape from it. So I thought that was what I needed to do. So I took all those lessons and started lying a lot when I was at that age. And they sort of romanticized the idea of giving yourself that narrative, building it in your head and staying safe in your head. So it took a long time for me to be like, yeah, I I can't do that. Just because it sounds prettier in my head does not make it fact. And and I need to like not 
just live that life I, out. True. Yeah. I know what goosebumps again, just thinking of the movie because there's the that one scene at the end. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, Kennedy, or people. No, but it sounds very tiring. Tiring. It's, a, no, it's I, no. a beautiful. It's a beautiful tale. Okay, it's a wonderful cast. You had Ewan McGregor. You had um, Helena Bonham Carter. Isn't yeah, it? Helen Danny Bonham DeVito. Carter. Jessica Lange is yes. in it. Yes. Um, Albert Finney is that his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Albert Finney is in it. It was about the relationship between the son and father also. The son character actually bore a huge grudge against his father. Like, growing up, he's like, why are you telling me all these tales when they're clearly not true? Like, you know, why are you, why are you telling me Santa Claus exists and all that? Like, you know, so he kind of like... Oh my God, so beautiful. His father was just trying to protect him from the ugly realities of life. Yeah. And so he's like, if I can dress it up and make it pretty and make it more palatable for you, my son, whom I clearly love, but maybe I don't really know how to express it, then this is my way of showing love. This is my way of loving you. Mm. And the son gets there at the end where he's, you know, carrying the fish. I'm not going to go into too right, many details, yeah. but y'all watched it. That is one of the very few movies that have made me cry. And I'm not, I don't cry very easily in movies. Like, I can count all the movies that make me cry on one hand. You look teary-eyed right now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting, like, the ooh-ah-ah sensation from it <laughs> because it's been so long. That was about a 2005 or six yeah, film. Yeah, it was early 2000s. Yeah. My goodness, it still gets me to this day. Yeah. So, yeah, I... Okay, no, but why I said it was tiring because I realised I hate watching shows like that these days. Emotionally Actually, exhausting, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I cannot... I don't watch dramas anymore. I don't, I don't like, I hate it. Let's unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> um, because your life is the drama. <laughs> okay, I really honestly feel like it is so exhausting to be so emotionally invested and I don't like it. I come out of it very tired and I come out of it very anxious and I don't like it because... Life is hard enough as it is. That, that's my feeling. I genuinely feel that way. Actually, I feel there's something there. Like, I used to get very annoyed with people like that who would watch, like, a Bling Empire. Or, there's a reason why these shows are so popular. But there's a reason why my dad comes home every day and he just wants to watch a, a brainless action movie that said they just want to escape low commitment. They don't want to have their emotions invested. They don't want to think too much. Yeah, mm. and actually my favourite, if there's, like, satirical references or very uh, it's an allegory you know it, it represents something more than it is that's why I loved WandaVision because all those references I thought it was so poetic I, it was very smart nah. I've been binge watching Futurama and right. I love it these kind of episodic shows yeah they're just because easy the, to get into there's yeah. the joke you know and there's like something there's some social critique and there's, there's a joke there and I just it helps me laugh at my own life right I don't know if I'm like that on the podcast but in real life I a lot of things I like to be like gotcha you know the, the witty punchline that kind mm-hmm. because it helps me process everything in a very fun way it's his relationship with the TV is sort of in a buddy way relationship for me it's parental where I will seek out those kind of like I have gotta go watch Nomad Land, and I know it's gonna hit yes. me hard I'm gonna go watch all these serious dramas because I know it's gonna trigger me um, Minari my, yeah it's gonna trigger my emotions for sure Minari is definitely on my list mm. it's because I look at movies like that to help me figure out my life so I'll experience what these characters are going through on screen so that I can try to unpack my emotions same I mean, I enjoy all, like, you know, comedy and satire and everything as well, like, witty stuff. But sometimes when I'm alone, especially when I watch movies alone, mm. I seek out, like, the dramas. Like, the ones that I'm, I'm actually, you know, I told you about how, I, you know, not many movies have made me cry, but I actually want that feeling of, like, awakening some yeah. sort of... Like I, I want, the, I want the tears to come because I feel like it's quite cathartic for me. You know yeah. how, like, you know, when you're crying, it's terrible. The feeling is like, oh, it's like it's heart wrenching and everything. But when you're done crying, and then you kind of like calm down, like a weight and gets you lifted catch off. Your breath. Yeah, I get I it. I feel like I feel lighter. After I that. cried to a show just like two days ago, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh your ass off. What is it? High School Musical, the musical, the series. 
Oh my god. Okay. Why do you cry to that? Was it very okay, sad? let's not judge. Let's not judge. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I'm not judging. Yeah. I'm not judging. I'm just wondering is there I feel, a, I feel the judgment as well. Sad? I feel it in me. I cried when she started singing Star Something New because I nostalgia? No, as, yeah, it was nostalgia. Like okay. I I just started crying and then that was one episode. Then another episode, they they started like referencing like we're all just together, and I started crying. And Aww. I was just like, that's just taking him back to his childhood, right? To his growing years when High School Musical that trilogy was yeah, no, everywhere. I, I was literally so- I was like ten when I, when it came out. I grew up on High School Musical, Hannah Montana, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, I, Wizards of Waverly Place. I, I grew up on the whole like Selena, Demi, mm. uh, Miley. I was from that generation. Ariana. Yeah. No, yeah. so what what is it about it that made you cry? Was it because like was it tears of joy or was it knowing that you can't get back that time it was a little bit of everything I think like those were such beautiful days and it was also a little bit of sadness of like how tough life is now I was the opposite actually contrary to most kids they want to grow up faster right? but I didn't want to I was I always knew that I would never ever get back these times in my life and um, so that that was the reason why I cried to High School Musical the musical the series I get that yeah I, I feel like a Especially for Sam, Joe, and I, for our generation, for the millennials, we're getting a lot of full For Sam, Joe, and me. For, for Sam, Joe, and I? For Sam, Joe, and me. For Sam, Joe, and I. For Sam, Joe, and me. Is it house style? Look it up. If not, you, it's just grammar. No. No, it's me and Sam, Joe, and then Sam, Joe, and I. But you put for, so for Sam, Joe, for me, for Sam, Joe, and me. <sighs> Okay lah, okay lah, you ace like English. Up. I have met my match. <laughs> this is actually a turn on. Good, this is good. I find it really hot. Very okay. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you and I. This is why everyone Put likes you, uh. <laughs> 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 Alright, um, for for me, how you mean to say? We grew up, like everyone's saying that you know, it's someone and I, right? right? You put yourself after and it's always I. Yeah. The, like the king and I. Yeah. But the thing is that when there's like a preposition before and it alters, like, you know, you're already changing the I into a me because it's it's an accusative form. Okay. Does it make sense? I is a subject in this case. The same way, like, for Sam Joe is a subject, but Sam Joe doesn't change. Sam so, Joe's an object, sorry, object. Right. So for the two of us... Uh, oh, we're not in Kansas City anymore, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, Toto is Toto. I don't think we're in Kansas City anymore. <laughs> for you and me, Sam Joe... Uh, we grew up in the 90s, we've been getting a lot of full circle moments, whether it's the announcement of the Friends reunion, even for video games for me, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, Mm. Resident Evil 2 Remake, all these remakes of games that I grew up with. It's just incredible because I remember what I was like when I first played those original games on the Sony PlayStation 1. So to now get like a new Scream movie coming out, a new Mortal Kombat movie coming Movies that are reboots of of familiar things from before, a sister act, there's a new, there's a sequel to sister act that's being greenlit that I'm excited to live through. I just feel happy to still be here. So it's similar to what Kennedy uh, brought up there. And then that same day when they announced that they're going to remake Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, I cried also. Yeah, see? Yeah. (laughs) You cried? Wow. No, because it's very easy to make you cry. uh. No, I I cry very easily. Um, (laughs) Like before it was announced, I would go and research on like, oh, when this game comes out, I'm going to get this starter. I'm going to feel from this team because these are gym leaders. I want to type advantage, that kind of thing. So that was the, Diamond Pearl was the first game where I really became a hardcore Pokemon fan. So when I, when I, when it came out the announcement that it's going to be remade and then they're having a spin-off game with it as well, uh, the the Pokemon uh, Arceus one, right? And I was just like, oh my god! I, I was just I flipped the f out. I was so happy. Look at you! Wow. So adorable. Hashtag yeah, gamer. Key- you didn't reply to my comment on that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I put a hashtag gamer. Okay, why well, yeah, you that's fucking reply? I look like a, no, he was replying oh. to everyone else. He didn't reply to me. I, I look like a fucking total div. I, I, it wasn't a deliberate. I look, like, I look like I was trying to lick your balls, and I don't like that. <laughs> What's a div? What is a div? Div is a scouse word uh, for idiot. 
What's a Scouse? You know the Scouse accent oh, from Scouse. the UK? I started using a lot of, in the early 2000s, things like twat. You're such a twat. You're such a wanker. Because I was watching English. a lot of skins. Do you have a skins face? Oh my god. Did you? No, actually, I just know it's a very big pop culture reference. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I just I have to oh my god that because you know yeah. skins. No, so I've definitely you in recognize photo the impact, shoots la. recreated the them lying on the bed. Oh, like that's yes, so good. It's yes. kind of like uh reminds me of what's the other movie that has something like that? Um Everyone lying? Short Bus. <gasps> oh yeah, right. it's very skins, right? At the poster. Oh, right. And let's not forget queer as folk. So I'm gonna be honest, it's just like what I have with Bling Empire with shows like Queer as Folk. And, and I know it might be a bit shocking because it's so important to our queer community. Shows like Looking, Call Me By Your Name. There was this new Netflix gay film, I think, Your Name Engraved Here. Because I want to see Apparently the show is very bad. Eh? So even though, <laughs> see also. even though those shows are very integral to the cultures from where they come from, uh, for me, it also sometimes affects me in a negative manner when I don't kind of see anyone who looks like me in the cast. This is an example of why like, representation is important. I don't know there's also a level of me sort of being a snob about it where I'm just like, I can't relate to these good-looking people who have problems in their relationship and they have everything. I don't know why. For certain shows, right. it's harder for me to... Like, my, my, my first boyfriend, he loves that show Looking. Right, and the moment he showed me the trailer and all of them got their shirts off and everything, I was like, I'm not gonna watch this show. Yeah, this is just n- but like it's very consistent <laughs> with how, what, what you said just now about your relationship with TV. For me, actually, the more unattainable it is, the more like fantasy it is, right? I like being sucked into that. I actually don't really have negative effects about it. And a lot of people yeah. are just like Kennedy in that sense, where they love, they like being, sucked they seek out all these that. kind of things. <laughs> well, they see, they seek out all these. No, kind I of don't things like getting blowjobs. I don't like getting it at all. Oh yeah, and giving a- <laughs> He's a giver, baby. We're keeping this in. <laughs> Uh, where they seek out these kind of things to, because they know they're just watching a movie. Yeah. I am just, look, for the person listening right now and you're thinking, well, oh, Josh is such a snob about this, really, it's just being conscious about how it affects me. I think you're protecting yourself. And yeah, that's it's fine. It's valid. And yeah. at some <laughs> point, valid. I will have to force myself to do that because I also... No, why force yourself? No, because yeah. I had that with Crazy Rich Asians where I thought it was this certain thing. So I avoided it and I made fun of it. And then I had to actually go and watch it for myself mm. and experience it and be able to say, hey, yeah, it was some of those things, but it was also a lot of other things that I enjoyed about myself. So I need to like get over this insecurity that I have where I have to always only see someone who looks exactly like me. Can I not just appreciate what this character is going through and, mm. and empathize with that character? Because I love Call Me By Your Name. None of them look like me, you know, but there is that sort of thirst feel to Call Me By Your Name as well, but there are all these oh other new Army, Army is so hot. Uh, cancel. <laughs> So yeah, in my time, in my time, I'll get over this and I'll go watch um, some Clear of these. Yeah. You'll be surprised actually, because you, you, I mean, on the poster and everything, of course, everyone looks good. Mm. But yeah, there's yeah. some characters that okay. are not like, you know, conventionally good looking. I right. think looking back, the main problem to show is that it wasn't like diverse enough, like racially, yeah. right? But uh, but if you actually go down and look at the main characters, um, you know, one of them is like super femme. One of them is like on the older side and right. he doesn't necessarily have the best body or face. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then he gets involved with drugs and everything. Mm. And then another one, you had like an older guy with a younger guy. Stuff like that. It's like talking about a lot of issues that yeah. we go through as as gay people. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Because even though it's a gay film or a gay TV show, when something like that gets greenlit, 
where even like a Love, Simon or Love, Victor, I'm not running to go see it because I, in my mind, I'm just like, I don't look like these guys. It's not just the skin color, but it's just a matter of these pretty people, mm. they're pretty problems. I'm not going to be able to relate to that, you no, know? So, so, so these some, some problems are not pretty at all. They're very unpretty, right. as TLC would say. So instead of comparing yourself, like put yourself in a frame of mind where you can relate. I, I It will actually get to you, but right. you, it's emotionally exhausting. Yeah, yeah, it's the show is sad. very, very okay. sad. It's, yeah. I got to practice sort of separating myself with what I'm watching as well and, and, and observing mm. rather than just putting myself in that shoe. I think because I feel like it's easier for me to watch a show like Pose, you know, or RuPaul's Drag Race. I've never felt that pull away from those kind of shows where I just know I'm going to be watching underdogs that I can relate with. Mm. Uh, whereas whenever friends say, oh my God, you should watch Lucifer, the guy is so hot. That immediately is a turn off for me. Not bad. It's not bad. What? The Temptation of the Flesh? No, no it's not so just because what, what exactly intrigued you to watch the show? Because like, um, it doesn't appeal to me. Oh, for mm. me, it was just more of like the references to like mythology and a very smart play on Bible and everything. Like we had Devil's Advocate with Keanu Reeves and also Bedazzled. Do you remember Bedazzled with uh, Brendan Fraser and oh. Elizabeth Hurley where she's oh, yes. the devil? Elizabeth Hurley was so oh. hot. Oh my goodness. But there was a period where Brendan Fraser was in like every movie, like yes. George of the Jungle yes. <laughs> and the, the Mummy series. Wow. Yeah. What a throwback, my goodness. What a throwback. The 90s though, I, I am envious that I never got to really experience the 90s. You will get your hit of nostalgia in a couple of years time. I promise you that because we are getting these full circle moments now. We <sighs> didn't get them recently. Before that, it was still kind of like, there was a period of time where Charlie's Angels was still kind of new yes. and we were still waiting for the next sequel and the next moment, they're doing reunions. We're realizing it's been 10, yeah, 15 years. talk show. And I remember when Beyonce was still an up and coming artist I remember sort of the pressure put on Beyonce whether or not she's an icon or not today she is untouchable right remember when she was in Austin Powers as gold member what was the movie that she did with I love Ali Lata Oh my goodness! I fucking love that show. Wait, wait, obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. Wait, wait. Who is the show? I, I love how you know that show. I Josh. said, don't touch me. <laughs> you can take your prophylactics and get out of my house. Is this a show where she was like, I'm gonna beat your skinny yeah, ass? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, one? that yeah. one, that one. Obsessed. <laughs> so, because she's married to this guy, uh, what's the actor's Idris name? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yes, she's married to Idris Elba, and then Ali Lata, um, is his like part-time temp secretary or right. something or assistant yeah. and then she starts going for him hard like hitting on him even though she knows he's married and everything and it, there's this awesome fight scene mm. I think they won like some they got nominated for some MTV fight scene <laughs> bit, remember the MTV movie was they used to do best fight scene best kiss yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah no as in, I was so confused because I didn't know Beyonce actor no, yeah. I was like she had came on period, I was like, yeah. it was very good and I only watched this film recently and I introduced it to all my friends I was like you have to watch this like be, this is Beyonce pre the Beyonce we know pre Crazy in Love or after no Crazy no no Love? Crazy after after Crazy in Love it was, it was around that time okay. but sh- but the movie didn't really take off in Singapore I don't so, remember it being that big there, it was sort of a rite of passage for a lot of R&B singers a lot of rappers as well as to go into like Jenna Jackson had Poetic Justice and mm. Nutty Professor 2 yes. uh, and oh, then yes. for yeah hey she was and then uh, for Beyonce she really banked on Dreamgirls to a point where the sophomore album B-Day was framed to almost be sort of an extra soundtrack to Dreamgirls and that's mm. why songs like Worldwide Woman oh, I guess that. that didn't really work out for her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Austin Powers, gold member. Yeah. Uh, she was in Obsessed, and she she must have been in a couple of more as Where's well. I think Jennifer? she was one of, 
<laughs> she was one. She was in one with Cuba Gooding Jr. I think at one point as well. Go watch Obsessed. It's on Netflix. Yes. The last I checked, it's still there. The movie. It's it feels somewhat B list, yeah. but because there's Ali Lata and Idris Elba and freaking Beyonce, yeah. it's just it's so worth it. It starts off a bit slow, but wait till you get to. Is it irreverent? Is it funny? It's funny, right? No, no, it's no, no. A serious it's, thriller. It's it's huh? yeah. It's it's a thriller. Dude, it's kind when of I like, watch it, I'm gonna beat your skinny ass. I thought it was a comedy. No, no, no. no. Like no. she, she really wanted to be taken seriously and as an actress, but I also understand that every pop star has gone through that Madonna. Oh my goodness, Madonna. Madonna. Who's that girl? I grew up watching Who's That Girl? Dick Tracy, Evita. Evita was phenomenal. Swept away. Did she win a Golden Globe for that? Yes, she, uh, she, she did win a Golden Globe for that. I remember that. Yeah, so yeah. I know she's been in a lot of movies that were panned. Mm. Mostly, you know, no thanks to Guy Ritchie. That's the other later half of uh, her career. Yeah, but honestly, every time someone tells me Madonna can't, you know, no, can't can. sing, can't act, I'm like, just go Very watch Evita. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. Argentina. And let's not forget, she was also in 007. Uh, Die Another Day fencing oh my god do you remember that was and she incorporated that into Die Another Day the the music video one of the most expensive music videos Mariah Carey oh we don't talk about that Justice for Glitter Glitter and Wise Girls and also so good Precious oh she was very good Precious she redeemed that's what everyone said right? she redeemed herself in Precious scene stealer no in Precious she was was on screen for like what fewer than five minutes yeah she stole the show she really did uh, and then for Britney Spears, it was Crossroads. I've never seen Crossroads. Oh my goodness! Wait, is that is that the one with the song that I'm not, not a girl? girl? Yeah, I've not never seen Crossroads. Yeah. There's another famous actress in it, is it? Uh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana is yes. in it. Yeah. And then there's another. There's a oh, third that's one. Oh wow! And can I tell you a little like trivia that I learned recently yes. about Crossroads? Please guess who wrote the script for Crossroads? Just guess. Famous, very famous. Ang Lee. Show creator. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes wrote freaking Crossroads, y'all. <laughs> it's like one of the whitest shows ever because it's Britney Jean Spears, like, you know, Britain going on a road trip with her friends. And then she's saying, not go, not get a woman. Written by freaking Shonda Rhimes. I love it. I used to sing that song in kindergarten. I remember the lyrics, you know, in K2. I used to think yeah. I had the answers you know, to, to everything. everything. Sing along now. <laughs> After watching the Framing Britney Spears documentary, now I know I've been revisiting a lot of the Britney albums. Life doesn't oh, always go my way. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been learning a lot about Britney's career, things that I thought I knew, but I didn't. And not just sort of the allegations and sort of the cons- the conservatorship. Not mm. so much about that, but even just about the albums through the years, like Britney Jean. Mm. <gasps> oh my goodness. So Britney Jean, if you remember, it's two albums before. Uh, it gave us Work Bitch. It gave us Perfume, Perfume. which was written by Sia. And it gave us Alien. It gave us, oh, Aliens, another story. Uh, it gave us Passenger, which was written by Katy Perry. 90% of the album is not even Britney Spears' voice. Did you know that? You told me about that before. I was so shocked when you, when Maya you Marie. me. Yeah, so Maya Marie is this backup singer uh, who is a fan of Britney Spears. And uh, she got hired at the very last minute in one hour, reached the studio to do backup vocals. Uh, but they ended up using the main vocals throughout the album. So she gets a lot of hate every day saying that how do you feel you're posing as Britney Spears I don't think it's sort of her fault Mm. but the entire work bitch 
is Maya Marie. So how, like, can we prove this? Like, do we actually know? Yeah. Or is it just yeah. like... Is yeah, it just you can actually listen theory? to the acapella. It, you can go onto YouTube, type in Britney Jean, Maya Marie, or vocals or whatever, maybe. They will tell you when it's Britney's voice and when it's Maya Marie's voice. You can hear a very clear distinction between the two vocals. So Britney only comes in at the work, work, work at the bridge. Work. Work. Yeah, work it out. That's Britney Spears. But work throughout it the front, it it's out. not her. So you know this when she does her live performances, she had to re-record her vocals. I, I, I honestly think that's a travesty. I honestly think she did record her vocals, but they didn't use it Why, because yeah? they wanted that very squeaky Britney voice, that stereotype. Um, Maybe she didn't have any more lah. That kind of her thing. voice is actually much deeper. So when you do hear her sing, and she sings a lot more in the album after that, Glory. Her mm-hmm. voice is much deeper. It's a lot clearer. It's, right. uh, Glory is phenomenal. It's a lot of Britney herself being involved in it. But Britney Jean was released at a point where Britney wanted the album to be a certain way. It ended up not being that. Yeah, that's a low point. And fun fact, I learned this from Josh as well. Mm. For all you gays who are wondering who the f- who the fuck is Maya Marie? She was on Adrenaline. Adrenaline. RuPaul. Adrenaline. So there's oh, this, there's this song. Shot. See, it sounds like Britney Spears, but it's not. It's her backup singer. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. That's when Naomi Smalls oh, she did the, She did the, yeah, yeah, the dips. <sighs> Gia, you know if Gia was like dipsing against someone else, she may have gotten back in there. But, but in fact, it's because Naomi put out that stun and then right. that was it. I love Gia Gunn. No, 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 no. no. It's because behind the scenes, Gia like said something awful to RuPaul. That's what they're saying on all the Hey Queen shows and everything. Really? She and yeah, and even Amoni exchanges a talk show also. So so all the Osas for Queens, right? They something happened in a workroom. There was some sort of like confrontation uh, between RuPaul and Gia Gunn. Yeah, and so we'll never know. But anyway, There's things didn't so really end much. well. There's just so much. I mean, while we're talking about all these conspiracies and things, there are all these things about even RuPaul's drag race. What's going on between Willem and Matthew Anderson and uh, RuPaul with the makeup? And there's so much to learn, mm. which yeah. just makes it even more fascinating. Because we I only think. really see what, you know, is edit last. Yeah. yeah, we. If you're we, not watching Untucked, you're only watching half, half the show. <laughs> so after watching all the Britney Spears stuff, I revisited Jenna Jackson stuff as well. You know, now with the apology from Justin Timberlake. By the way, can I just say, a lot of people don't realize this, but if it weren't for Jenna Jackson, we wouldn't have YouTube. That's true. That's true. Did you know it that, It was a Nipplegate accident that it, gave us that, YouTube. The person wanted to find a video or something, right? Yeah, yeah. it was this guy uh, who was a software engineer who was looking for the video of Jenna Jackson's wardrobe malfunction, but there wasn't a website where people can just share videos and have it be streaming, up for streaming. Mm. So he created YouTube. So. It's like how when you the person who wanted, created Google search images was wanted to search a J-Lo dress, right? Oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Versace dress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <gasps> The green dress. Yeah. Oh, I love pop culture. If there's a camera up in here, then I best not catch this flick of YouTube. YouTube. And I only recently understood that she was saying Wendy interview. Was yeah. Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams, I completely yes. didn't know that growing oh, up. She and Wendy also had some beef. Oh like, my goodness, that interview. Yeah. No, growing up, I thought it was <laughs> Wendy's the fast food chain. Oh, no, 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 no. So I was like, what do you mean all up in my business? And I was yeah. like, oh, oh how like you don't win. How you like don't win. Like interview. Yeah, because I was like, hey, you apply for a job at a fast food chain that will be all up in your business. Because <laughs> this is private. <laughs> Can you imagine? I was primary five when I was singing that, you know. I memorized all the lyrics. Yeah. You were primary five. Did oh, you even know what the lyrics meant? No, I knew Touch My Body. So then there, was a, there was this touch viral there was this viral cover by this Korean touch guy. Touch My Body. Yeah, touch yeah. My Body. Mariah Carey went to hell and back and then made her come back. And then you were only primary five. That's ridiculous. Emancipation of Mimi. It's so crazy. 
Oh no, I used I used the word. My body was E was MC square already. I used the word. Oh right, right. right. I used yeah. the word uh, emancipation in like an, in a in a writing paper, and then <laughs> then my teacher was like, um, was like some people could like she was so shady. She was like she was like some people um used the word emancipation because I was a big Mariah Carey fan. <sighs> oh, but that's great. That's a great hey, pop culture. You learn stuff. She has taught us many a thing. The words like the elusive the elusive chanteuse. <laughs> what the fuck is a chanteuse? Yeah. <laughs> chanteuse rhymes I with actually it'd be very funny if you just end the episode there what the fuck is a chanteuse <laughs> we'll leave you with that to think over the weekend oh really what the fuck is a chanteuse what's the words that Mariah teach us there must have been more so I learned intrepid, so many intrepid or something like that I learned migrate she... from her oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see this on video the lip sync assassin for today is look I learned so many words from just watching TV even like learning how to say the word like Chipotle, for example, I, I saw it in a friend's episode or mayonnaise. I totally or... got what you mean because actually I think that I had the privilege to have cable TV. It really was the thing that improved my language a lot. Yeah, for sure. Some Gen Z kids were going like, I learned how to spell bananas from Gwen Stefani. Yes. <laughs> that you was know, so in Hollaback Girl, she was like, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Can I tell you a really f- funky story? Yes. Because, like, you know, Fergie Glamorous? Mm. Right. Uh, G. Did she teach you uh, how to no, no, she did not. Glamorous. No, no, she did not teach me how to spell glamorous. It's something even more powerful. She, this song was the one that alerted me that I had a lisp and I corrected my lisp because I, I was singing glamorous. Oh. I was like G L A M O R O U S. Oh, I used to pronounce it. I used to pronounce it like that. I used to have the gay lisp. You still have a bit of it. I can hear it. I worked very hard. But it's cute. No, I didn't go to. I didn't go to a therapist or anything. I just every day I just. Yeah, I yeah. find it endearing. Oh. Yeah, but because of it's kinda cute. I was singing it. I remember it was in Australia actually. I was on a school trip in Perth. Mm. It was on a band trip. And this guy called Benjamin Pang totally called it out. He was like, Why do you pronounce S like that? <gasps> yeah. No, no, no. He didn't mean it like menacingly or anything. Mm. It's just, you know. At that right. age we just didn't know much about each other. Yeah, so we have Fergie to thank. Yeah, thank hey, you, Fergie. Hey. You may be very bad oh, at singing Star Spangled Banner. Star Banner. Let's play some basketball! <laughs> well, the word lisp itself is such a tough word. Yeah, is it? It's like, no, you can't pronounce lisp. lisp if you have a lisp. Yeah. I just find that... It's like film and flim. Yeah. Lip. Oh, we've come full circle. <laughs> yeah, we have. We certainly yeah. have. Well, we hope you enjoy our little filler episode here. I think we should close off with uh, the celebration of Disney Plus since we're talking about all the pop culture stuff. Have you guys been watching... No, I'm I not sure if I want to pay twelve dollars. <laughs> you, you, do you want to just get my password? I don't know if I have time. Like I'm already like struggling to keep up with my Netflix shows. Does oh. that make sense? Yeah. So I'm not like obviously I love. Don't get me wrong. I love shows like you know Sister Act and Buffy and all the Disney stuff. But yeah, because um, they have. And I'm a definitely lot of... curious about Wonder Vision. But I'm not sure if I. You don't want to commit I have the time. Now. Yeah. Right. So I'm worried that I'll spend at twelve dollars. I mean, it's a nominal fee, but like, what if I don't have the time to like you know make good on that? Right? Yeah. I, I mean, I felt that with Amazon Prime, so I signed up for that for a while to watch The Office. But they had like weird interface issues where you only get like certain seasons and some are missing. Uh, so I unsubscribed to that. I still have HBO Go because we still have a lot of great shows on there like Habogo. Euphoria and oh my goodness Watchmen. I mean to give you the PR hey, hey. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Netflix is mandatory for sure yes but I, I feel like yeah, with I Disney Plus because you guys obsessed on it <laughs> I, I'm enjoying Disney Plus way more than I thought I would because 
the moment I logged on, I started searching through the library for a lot of old stuff. So I found Desperate Housewives every season. Oh, it's there. Felicity. Um, we have Felicity. Wow, Carrie Russell, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Every season, every season of The Simpsons is yeah. on there as Futurama well. Futurama also. Oh what? wow, Futurama, American Dad, Family Guy. I started watching oh, Freaky that's Friday. All under Disney Plus. No, yes. I mean because they are, now they own 20th Century Fox. Oh, that's why. Star as well. Yeah, Star World, National Geographic. They own everything. <gasps> Star World. They own everything. <laughs> yes. Opulence. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, now you tell me no, the Star selection, Wars. The selection, the selection is very, very good. Like, yeah. And when I saw that they have all the seasons of Hannah Montana, I was like, <gasps> I know, I freaked out. Oh I started rewatching because I love Hannah Montana as well. I started rewatching Lizzie McGuire, which was our version of Hannah Montana. I, fucking before. I love Lizzie as well. But. Lizzie. <laughs> This is a <laughs> Hey now. Um and let's go back. I started back, back to the beginning. I watched the movie again. Back to when the <laughs> Earth the sun and Earth and the Sun and the stars all Align or something. Align, yeah. Oh, okay. So I rewatched it and it was so bad. The Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire movie. It, it was so poorly acted. It was all lip syncing at the end. It was just a weird I've show. Never seen such a beautiful night. Like I mean, you obviously view these kind of shows very differently when you're a child. Like I thought Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger Fuck, and Uma. That Thurman. show was the one that got me bullied for ten years. Are you serious? Why? Batman and Robin? No, sorry, Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's my little concert when I performed. Uh, this is what dreams are made right. of. Right. You know? Aww. I'm a proud Lizzie McGuire stan and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sam Joe, jump back on, watch all our favorites like Freaky Friday, Herbie Fully Loaded, all Liz- that's there. Right. Lizzie Lizzie Lohan. Are all there. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Oh Cam my Rock. goodness. Yes. Can we talk about how Lindsay Lohan's songs back in that era, the oh Nordish? Her rumors era, and thanks to Drag Race, like you yeah. know, it was a renewed interest in her music career, so-called career. <laughs> yeah. You know, you were saying like it's your time will come, but I don't feel that's coming because like about the nineties, because mm. now everyone's referencing the eighties. When are we gonna have pop punk come back? You know, in a bit. Justin Timberlake is learning the hard way. What goes around comes around. So mm. what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you mean? Oh, Justin. Oh, that's a song. JT. What goes around goes around, around goes around. But also because of the karma that he's getting now around. with the Britney Spears. Oh, I think he's a nice guy. Uh. I want to use nice on him. Yeah, like, are you, you Wendy know. Williams with Britney's Jessica father? Beale. Are you serious right now? Rock your body, right? Rock, that's his song, right? I yeah. think it was it was the thing that sparked like a sexual awakening in me when wow. I was like when wow. I was like P three. That was also the song that he <laughs> sang when he ripped off Jenna Jackson's Brazier at the yes. Super Bowl. So gonna have you naked by the end of this. Oh, <gasps> yeah. can you imagine this? P three or P four? I was listening to that and I just felt really hot and sexy. No, like oh my god, Justin Timberlake was your sexual awakening. No, oh, no it's not geez. him as a guy, but it's just that, it's that just, song. That song made me feel like naughty, right? Naughty. But from, did you simp for him? Like, did no, you? No, I didn't find him hot. No, I think the, the, the only guy that I simped for was um this Japanese model for Calvin Klein. I think I know what you're talking about. Hidetoshi Nakata. Yes, yes. Hidetoshi I remember Nakata. him as well. Oh, yeah. I think I... How old is he now? Were uh? you gonna I... DM him? <laughs> I sure. Well, he's 44 now. Yeah, this guy. I remember, I remember yeah, him. He yeah, he was everywhere. This ad really, it still makes me desire a pair of Kelvins if I ever had that. I want to get a body. I want to wear Kelvins. Like, it just... You yeah. can wear Kelvins yeah, now. Yeah, you have a body. Yeah, you can just wear Kelvins now. Just don't show us. <laughs> <laughs> Samjo, what was your first boy crush? We need to go way back. Ooh. Let's go back. Back to the oh, beginning. Boy. I I may regret saying this, but... but you you know, since we're all being very honest here... <laughs> This was also pre-YouTube. You probably 
were still a toddler or something. But Josh, I don't know where you, you got your music videos last time apart from MTV. Okay. But I would go on Yahoo Music. Okay. Remember the yeah. website? Yeah, yeah, then yeah. You, you know, then when the music videos are out, because I remember I was, like, I was a huge Ashley Simpson fan at the point right. in time. Buffering, And buffering. I was like, I can't, I can't possibly like camp out in front of like MTV all day just to wait for Ashley Simpson to come on like, you know, <laughs> twice a day. Yeah. I'm going to look for the shadow music video, mm. you know? Uh, and then after that, I was like, I started to browse. Like, that's when I discovered like people like Bonnie McKee and all of them, you know, when she had a trouble album. One of the videos that I kept going back to was... Quit playing games with my heart by I, Backstreet Boys. You know what? Oh my god! Before you even said it, yeah, I could see the wet white shirts they were wearing yes. in the rain. Oh my god! And goodness. it was like see through, and they were just like touching their bodies. Oh. Yeah. all of them. Yeah, that was some soft. It was porn. It was essentially soft porn. It was some <laughs> softcore porn. It was love that for But you. it was the Backstreet Boys, and it was like so they started singing, like you know, and then they started like it started raining or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and for some reason, it's always raining in the nineties. And it was slow mo, mm. and, and sometimes touching, the shots were just like a close up of their torsos, and yeah. they were touching themselves. Slow mo, very homoerotic. Yeah, go look it up. It's it's for it's sure. it's still hard to look at even even today. Yeah, that ideal body was very toned and lean, right? Yeah, that was the. But ideal. nowadays it's so different. Everyone wants to be jacked. Oh wow, you're right. But the uh, I don't think any of them was like particularly jacked, like Rain or mm. anyone. But let's just say it sufficed. <laughs> it did the job. It was a, it, did it got the, the it, it did the hand job. It, was it got a, the deed done. Like. Yeah, <laughs> many times, girl. I feel like '90s, early 2000s. The look was always very twinkish, very Gatsby boy. Because Gatsby was such a popular the ads that you see every time. Uh, you kind of just imagine that's the kind of cute. Ideal oh, guy. No, actually, they changed it to Gatsby. Oh, yeah. It's actually it's, I can give you anything. I thought, but I can for give the you ad- anything, Gatsby. Oh, really? Yeah. Gatsby, oh. is it? I don't remember anymore. Is I can give you anything then, Gatsby. You know what? This you is from your I time. I think that you're more of an expert at it. <laughs> I don't really I remember. I believe you. I don't remember. Believe Sam Joe. But it was a whole moving rubber series. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. The twisting. What about you, Josh? During your prepubescent years slash pubescent okay, no, years. Okay, no, no. Basically, anyone... he's, trying, he's trying to ask, who do you jack off to? Yeah. Oh, did anyone stand gosh. out for you? I'm going to be honest. A, a lot of the first celebrity crushes I had were women. Mm. I found Carmen Electra super hot in Baywatch. Pamela Anderson, Trish Stratus, the wrestler. Can Lita. I do tuning out already? You better quickly get oh, the guys. No, I, I was really into. There was a period of time where I was, I was, I, I found women really attractive, and then mm-hmm. that started to shift as I started growing up. For some reason, it just started to gradually start to shift. Right, must be I, the LGBT ideology. <laughs> <laughs> there was none, but it was a very gradual it's a gay shift. Gay agenda. I think it was uh, Titanic. The first time you see Jack Dawson. Oh my god, Leo. And I put myself in Rose's shoes and there was this guy who Tits wanted out to save for the me. Boys. Tits out for, for the, the boys. boys. Leonardo DiCaprio in the 90s. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he he, he was really a very beautiful boy. <sighs> Man in yeah. the Iron Mask. He was in every He was in everything. Movie The Beach. The Beach. The Beach. The Beach. I'm moving, Beach. I'm coming. Can you hear what I'm I hear? Here. It's calling you, my dear. Right. Out of reach. All right, Shaznay Lewis oh my of All gosh. Saints fame. <laughs> oh my gosh. Leonardo DiCaprio. I think it was one of the first times where I wanted to be him, I wanted to be with him. Right. You wanted to be Rosla. You wanted him to paint you like one of his French ladies. Do you ever sometimes just like when you're naked in your room before you change you like lie on your bed and then you try to recreate that scene and then you play Celine Dion My Heart Will Go On and then you're just like 
This is all wearing this, wearing only this. Do you ever? No, it's, no. Just, it's just me. I think it's just you and Josh. The SG Boys, that little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only, and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.